podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving. At your desk. Maybe at the gym. But you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach. And see a rocket launch. Or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. Hi, listeners, and welcome back to Cricket Unfiltered, the News Corp Cricket Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Menzel, and I have a special guest on the line to chat about the Australian one-day tour of England. I've got Australian fast bowler, Andrew Ty. Andrew, how are you? Uh, very good, thanks, Andrew. Um, yeah, very well. Now, uh, the Aussies lost the first ODI. I sort of thought maybe fifty, about 50 runs short with the bat. Is that how you saw it? Yeah, definitely. 50, 60 runs short with the bat. You know, we weren't quite good enough to get that on the board. But, you know, it's the first game series. We've, we've at least got four games to rectify that. Yeah, you certainly made it nervous for the Poms towards the end there, taking a few wickets. Did you feel that you got back in the game? Yeah, definitely. You know, as soon as we got Joe Root out and we started to get uh, a real sniff of, of, of their tail and, and their batsman who, who we could put under a lot of pressure... Uh, especially just days after they couldn't get the team over the line against Scotland. You know, we, we definitely thought we were a chance. Now, um, you copped one on the helmet from Liam Plunkett when you were batting, then you hit him for six next ball. But how are you feeling? How, any bruise there or you come up okay? No, I'm all good. There's a little bit of a mark on my arm where it hit my arm before it hit the grill. But, yeah, I think thankfully it hit main of the impact was in the grill and not actually the, the helmet. So... Yeah, that, that was a bonus, and uh, glad that uh, I was still able to, to participate in the game. <laughs> you hit him for a big six after. That must must have been satisfying. Yeah, I was expecting another short ball, but yeah, when it came out sort of hard length or just back of a length, um, I carried on through with it and very happy it came off the middle. The fast ball is revenge. Now, I, I read um, that you had some family in England. Uh, can you tell me about your links to England and must be great to be back there um, playing in England when you've got some links to the country? Yeah, uh, both my parents are from England, so I've got a lot of family over here. My mum is from Essex, so she's got four siblings currently still in England. There's two of them in Australia as well. But yeah, so so I had a couple of, a couple of family members at, at the game yesterday, which was good. My dad flown over and then my auntie and uncle and cousin were there. So yeah, it's always good to be able to ha- have family members around and, and know that they're at the ground when you're playing because it, it just helps. And they don't really get a chance over here to see me play as much as family back in Perth do. So yeah, it's, it's nice to have them here and, and try and get me there I try and get them down and to watch as, as much as I can. Yeah, nice one. Now, at any point in your cricketing journey, did you think about playing for the Poms? Yeah, definitely. Yesterday was my second game at the Oval. My first one was the Somerset when I was playing second team cricket. So I definitely tried to to play over here as a as a county player, and I trialled at Somerset and Durham, and you know this was before my career in Oz took off. So yeah. I, I definitely considered it, and uh, it was an option for me because I just wanted to play cricket at the highest level, and I was happy happy to do it wherever uh, wherever I could. Well, things have worked out exceptionally well, being the 
real poster boy of how a T20 cricket star can can make it big in cricket. Um, what what's it been like, sort of coming from the IPL recently, where you were the leading wicket taker, now to playing for Australia? Do you feel you've got more confidence from that IPL performance? Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, every time I walk out there and play, you know, it it's another big step in the in my confidence and every time I do well, it's, I've got some performances on the board now, so I can, I can always fall back on them and I'm, I'm happy for that because you never want to have a bad game if you've got no confidence of being able to perform at that level. So now I've got some good performances on the board in ODI cricket. I've had a good IPL. I can, if I do have a bad day, I can look back at that and say, I can do this. There's no issue why I can't do it. So, you know, it gives me confidence that if I have a bad day, it's a bad day and it's not, not the end of the world. Yeah, for sure. Now, I've heard some crazy numbers about how many change-ups are in your armoury. How many different deliveries do you have? It sounds like you're a bit of a, a Shane Warne. You've got a whole bag of tricks. <laughs> yeah, I do have a, a fair amount sort of different deliveries. It's, it's weird. Some of the people think, I don't know, you could can't really put a number on it because some people think that some of the deliveries I bowl is the same delivery, but it's not quite. So technically, yeah, technically they're slightly different, but some people count them as one ball, other people count them as four or five. So it's it's hard to put a number on. But yeah, I, I like to like to have a play around in the nets, and especially leading up to a game, if if we're playing on a quite or if we're training on a similar wicket to what the match week it's going to be and, and just figure out which which slow ball or which deliveries are working best in the net so then I can take that information and um, run with it in the game. Now I know you have a knuckleball. My favourite slow ball is the back of the hand slow ball. Do you have one of them? or? Yeah, I actually, I actually, actually bowled the back of the hand twice yesterday. I, I bowled it slightly different from the, gen, like, the James Faulkner back of the hand. I can't quite rotate my arm that far but yeah, I have been working on one, and I bought it a couple of times yesterday, and yeah, so hopefully it, uh, I'll continue to develop it, and I think it could actually be a good weapon for me. You're the Steve Waugh classic slower ball. What's the mood like among the camp over there with a new coach and a new skipper? Is it an exciting feeling around the boys? The atmosphere around here is awesome. You know, the boys have been training their house down. We've been really, really competitive at training. The, the whole squad, the coaching staff, everything is, is very focused and it, it feels, yeah. Uh, after, out of all the squads that I've been in for Australia, this has probably been the, the best feel in the squad that we've had. It probably helps that we've had two weeks together here before we've even played. So that that's a big, big advantage. And, um, and you know, yeah, hopefully uh, we can translate that into a, a few wins on the board. I see Justin Lang has been making you guys run a lot. Did he also make you play Uno? He's a big fan. <laughs> no, I haven't. Uh, haven't got him uh, onto the Uno yet. He hasn't pulled the cards yet. So I'll, I'll have to mention that one on the. We've got a bit of a bus ride now, so I'll have to see if he, he's got the Uno cards on him. And I'm always giving the game, so it'd be quite quite funny if he whipped them out and we uh, all started playing. <laughs> he likes the banter when playing Uno. Yeah. La- last question before I let you go. James Anderson said that sometimes when he's bowling, he hums a tune to keep calm. What do you do? Because you're entrusted with the death overs when the, the batsmen are going crazy. How do you stay calm You know when balls are disappearing all around the field? Yeah, sometimes it can be pretty hard to, to stay calm, but I, I find it works for me is that 
I just focus on the next delivery. Um, I don't worry about what ball has just happened or if it's gone for six or if it's got a wicket or if it's been a dot ball or if it's gone for one. I just try and focus as much as I can on the next delivery and be clear and try and just have that in my mind and just not think about anything else. So, so then you're actually always in the moment. You're not you're not distracted or you're not uh, floating elsewhere. How challenging is, is that? Yeah, it can be pretty challenging, you know, because at the same time you sort of just, Still got to worry about the the score, especially if if you're defending. Um, you got to keep one eye on that, I guess. But once you once you've filtered that information and you get to actually uh, thinking about it, you just got to try and do it as best you can. You know, some days you'll do it better than others. Hopefully, it all works out as well as it can. Great. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for your time. Good luck with the rest of the tour, and I hope you guys um, go well. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks for your time. All right, listeners, that was AJ Ty, Australian fast bowling star. And remember, you can keep up with all the action from the Australian one-day tour of England with Pete Lawler and Russell Gould. Pete Lawler is writing for the Australian, so go to theaustralian.com.au slash cricket, and you can go to theheraldsun.com.au slash cricket or thedailytelegraph.com.au slash cricket to keep up with all of the reports from the One Day Tour of England. And we'll be back next week. I have a special guest joining me for the podcast, Australian fast bowling star, Josh Hazelwood. Sports Social Podcast Network.